You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan. And we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello and welcome back to Tentel Places, a theater podcast. My name is Aaliyah Gardner. And before we get into our conversation for today, I just wanted to do a quick preface. Um, this is strictly an open conversation between me and a very good colleague of mine about our personal experiences as black people in the theater community. So if you are interested in supporting the Black Lives Matter movement, which I really recommend that you should be, there will be resources um, linked in our um description for you guys to check out um, some different resources to support the Black Lives Matter movement. But without further ado, let's jump into our conversation, Performing While Black. Okay, welcome back. I am sitting down with local actor Joseph Fagan, my very first guest. Hello, Mr. Joseph. How are you feeling today? I'm feeling great. You're feeling great. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining me. Um, I really appreciate it. And uh, yeah, before we jump into our conversation for today, I just wanted to chat about you and basically uh, tell everybody about yourself. Uh, What do you, how do you know me? What do you do? You know, the the huge. Okay, so I was born in Georgia, Um, was part of a military family, so we moved around a lot. how I met Aaliyah in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, we both went to the same high school for Shout out West my Port. final three years. Yeah, Westport. <laughs> um, and then what I do? I work at a children's gym, um, so that's pretty fun. Um, I get to spend my days with children, so that's fun. Um, and I think that's that's really it. <laughs> yeah. What do you do for fun? What I do for fun. Um, I like to play games, um, I like to sing, um, and whenever Sky Zone is open, I like trampolines, so I like going to Sky Zone sometimes. Um, but yeah. <laughs> cool, nice. Just as an actor as well, so yeah. he is uh, pretty active in the community, or he's trying to, because he just recently got to Virginia not too long ago, but he has been in productions like uh, Rent, a little show that I'm, I'm sure none of you guys have heard of before. Um, he was Roger in Rent, and I got had the pleasure of being able to see it, and he did incredible. Um, and yeah, he was uh, Tauntaun Julian in a production of Once on This Island back at our high school. Um, 
the mouse trap. What was your character? Your, what was your character's name? Um, Christopher Wren. Christopher Wren yes. in the mouse. Very trap. oddball guy. So, yes, <laughs> and um, he's been kind of out and about doing miscellaneous um, like shows and cabarets and stuff. He sung with me before. I've been g- very grateful <laughs> but um but yes he's he's a great actor and everything and i thought that he was a perfect candidate to chat about um what's been going on in the community and in the world quite frankly because uh of course if you've been li- living under a rock there's been a lot of um issues with the police and um people of color lately well not lately you already know this as well but um just a lot of um, police brutality uh, towards people of color and racial injustice has been really prominent in the news lately. And it's always been around, but it's because of, of course, um, George Floyd's death, as I'm sure you guys all know about. Uh, He was murdered by a police officer because the police officer was arresting him and kneeling on his neck for about eight minutes and he died because of suffocation. So, needless to say, the conversation has been open for a lot of people who haven't necessarily been speaking out about the injustices against black people, but a lot of people don't necessarily know this as well, but it's not only in the community, but in the theater community as well. It's very prominent in the theater community, so I wanted to go ahead and jump into the conversation about our personal experiences in the community. Um, is there anything in particular that you'd like to share um, about like what you've been through uh, in the community or your personal experience? I'm trying to think. Um, I haven't had a lot of terrible experiences being a black person in theater, um, but I, I've had situations where um, I'll have friends who are auditioning for shows and they don't want to because the characters seem like there should be white people um, and that friend is a black person so they don't think they should audition. Um, And even with being Roger, my director would always tell me like, we have to make you so good, so likable so that when people see you and they're like, oh, he's a black Roger, they will go away. When they're like, wow, he's talented. I didn't so, know that. That's crazy. Yeah. So it was like, she, she made it very, because my director's black, so she was, she knew of like what would happen with me being Roger. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was that. Um, wow. And then I, I think that's, that's really it. I mean, yeah, I don't really think that there's really been, I mean, don't get me wrong, I haven't really seen very many productions or photos of productions of of Rent before, but I really don't know. There's, yeah, there's a very particular type, like, white guy, tall, skinny, scraggly hair, rock Mm. star voice. Like, it's very, and then here comes Joseph, one of the best singers in the show, um, who just happens to be a black person, and he was pretty much the ideal candidate for uh, the show, so, I mean... That's that's crazy though. I didn't even think about mm-hmm. that. because I don't really I don't know if there's been any like uh, black people who've played Roger before. Not that but I can I think of off the top of my head. Um, I know for my director, she was in Rent like way before. I don't know mm-hmm. when, but mm-hmm. um, I think their Mark was black, um, and he got a lot of 
backlash from that community. Oh, like, really? Oh my gosh, a black mark. That's like, mm. um, and like they had to have conversations like that cast or those directors with him. Like, do you still want to do the show? Like, mm-hmm. how do you feel about it? And he would always be like, yeah, sure. Um, oh, wow. So yeah, yeah. Thankfully, I didn't. I don't think. I don't think people really thought negatively of me being Roger mm-hmm. um, that I know of. So, um, and most people seem to enjoy it. So. Yeah, which is great because I mean it's. I mean, we'll chat about this a little bit further on in our conversation, but I think it's it's important to just let your talent speak for itself rather mm-hmm. than like you walking out and seeing people saying like, "Ooh, like what?" Like yeah. he's or seeing your headshot if there were headshots in the program i don't remember but mm-hmm. like seeing your picture say "Ooh, like what <laughs> what's that yeah. <laughs> but um but yeah i mean um luckily you haven't had any like serious issues with being a person of color in the community or anything but um i know personally it started for me in elementary school because um you already know this but i was obsessed with cinderella loved cinderella wanted to be cinderella and there was a point in one of my classes where I said, yeah, I want to be, I can't wait to audition for Disney World because I want to be Cinderella. And of course, well, Disney World, they weren't trying to shoot me down. It was really just them being kids. They didn't know. Disney World, of course, you have to be, you have to look like the character, period. Uh, I could be a very great Tiana, but for for Disney World, it's very specific. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I have a very good rebuttal for this a little bit later. But um, it's a it, then it was very particular. Like you have to look a certain way to be the princess. You have to be look like the princess, look like a cartoon character, mm-hmm. basically. And of course, when I said that, a lot of my friends said, "No, you can't do that because your skin is brown." Or you like Cinderella? Like that's crazy. Mm-hmm. There's no there's no princesses. Maybe you could be Princess Jasmine because at the time there was no. Um princess tiana there was no black princess so and i mean it ended up moving into high school when um i was in my theater class and everything and i was the only black girl in the class of course a very active black person in the uh theater club or whatever you want to call it in school but um when i first auditioned for um our what do you call it like our district showcase or our district competition exactly exactly so i sang my my song i sang um gorgeous from the apple tree if anybody knows that song but it's a kristen chenoweth sang that song and Mm. it's a very uh, like soprano song and um yeah and i did i think i did it to the best of my ability as a freshman can but um and almost immediately afterwards uh, my class applauded me and they said wow I love your voice I can't wait to hear sing, you sing songs like I'm <laughs> here from the color purple or um, any like I don't know any other song that's originally sung by a black person mm-hmm. and immediately I thought did you not just hear my voice <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm a soprano I was raised in the suburbs I was brought up singing mm-hmm a certain way some people are brought up with very soulful voices and that just was not me it just it just isn't it isn't me period Mm -hmm. so of course like in the moment i didn't want to offend anybody or immediately shut them down like i kind of just say oh like thanks Uh, i'll look at i'll look into it Mm -hmm. listen to the song for the first time i said hell no i'm not (laughs) singing this song are you kidding but not just i'm here but like whatever other songs that they were suggesting Mm -hmm. um 
and then it trickled into my senior year of course it was it was it was it would come in in uh pieces here and there throughout my high school career but it was very prominent in my senior year when um I was auditioning again for I was getting ready to audition again for the district competition and my teacher no offense to her that I love her very much but she recommended random black girl from uh what's the show called uh, homemade fusion it's like if I'm not mistaken the show is kind of like a songs for a new world type yeah. of show like kind of just like songs mm -hmm. but like they all come together or whatever um I'm not super familiar with the show yeah. but um I did sing the song and to be honest I really put on a happy face throughout the whole audition process because I was incredibly uncomfortable the whole time I hated it I hated everything about me singing the song the song was a great song it was very funny but it just wasn't me I wanted to sing uh you I don't know if you've heard the song but um uh what's the song uh, a song from edges mm -hmm. pretty similar one of those like song yeah. cycle shows um but I wanted to sing a song from Edges, and it was a really funny song, and it was really good, and I, I had it. And uh, I think it wasn't my teacher, but it was another, a colleague uh, who was like, oh, well, that song is sung a lot, or whatever. You should sing this song. And, of course, I, was, I said, okay. Mm -hmm. um, but I ended up getting an excellent on it, which is, I don't know, I guess, like, okay. <laughs> Um, superior uh, critics choice is the highest that you can get which is basically like you will be representing your your troop at the uh, state competition but uh, I mean excellent is fine but I think that they could tell I don't know that I was just mm -hmm. you know <laughs> just yeah. kind of getting through it um, I luckily did not go through that experience in high school good good for you because <laughs> no one knew I could sing until my senior year of high school because I couldn't sing until mm. my senior year of high school oh my could you <laughs> Just imagine to emphasize that point yeah. um, could you imagine if they knew that you were like a singer or if you were as good because you didn't you didn't come out of the womb singing high notes. Mm -hmm. it, that's just not it. You had to work for the voice that you have now. But can you imagine if you were singing the way that you're singing now in like your junior year? Like the songs that they would be pressing you to sing? Yeah, that'd be crazy. Oh my gosh. But it's, it's weird. It's really funny because like even um, like with my friend group up at the time in high school, mm -hmm. um, for me, it was never really like a, um, oh, you should sing like... Um, What's run until that from yeah, Paris? Yeah, run until that. Or it was it was always like a, just a random one. It was songs that are too high. I, was mm -hmm. like, I can never sing Tenor this. Like, songs. Yeah, like <laughs> um, some song from Hades Town, and that guy's like uh -huh. all falsetto voice, mm -hmm. and I was like, mm. I was like, I don't know who you think I am, but I'm not. I'm not I'm saying that one. It's funny. Um, but the the thing for me more was um, because. People would, uh, at least people I was really close with, would hear me like practice certain songs or practice certain like whatever. Mm -hmm. um, but it would be like, for me at least, it would be like, oh, we know Joseph can like act this way. Or I wasn't a very, I'm not a very angry person. Mm -hmm. um, so it was like, um, a good example is I would just talk about like the show Normal Heart. Mm -hmm. um, and be like, I think I could be really good as, um, I think his name is Ned. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, the guy who like, does that monologue that you yeah. like a lot. Uh, um, and I was like, wow, I think I can do really good at him. But it was like, hmm, 
Yeah, maybe. I yeah. don't know. Like, it was just like a, mm-hmm. I don't know if you can do that role. Appre- immediately apprehensive yeah. for, like, no reason. Mm-hmm. Or I'd be like, oh, I feel like I can do um, uh, Bear is a show that I'm obsessed with. Mm-hmm. Um, and Peter, I believe is his name. Um, he plays sings role of a lifetime. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, I was, I've always been like, oh, yeah, I would do really good as Peter. And mm-hmm. it was like, mm, I, I don't think you can. <laughs> like, maybe you would be good as, like, Jason or man, I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, okay, thanks. It's, it's just, and it's not even, this is why it's so important that this movement is happening because at this point, it's just really important to educate people who are not people of color, mm-hmm. different way, like microaggressions. That, yeah. That's a just little things here and there. Even if you're not, point, like, I hate black people, mm-hmm. you are still being racist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and now a racist, calling somebody a racist is a very bold statement and bold thing to say because that's a, a very big allegation that you're putting against them. Mm-hmm. But you are racist if you if you do not think that this black person can sing this song or be this actor or yeah. be this character or whatever. Mm-hmm. Which brings me into my next point. All of these performers that um, I highly recommend people looking into because they really kind of paved the way for performers and I of course I, I could sit here and talk about like our Haley Kilgore and our um, Jelani Aladdin if that's how you say his name or I could talk about them all day but these are kind of lesser known individuals that I would love to chat about so um, Joseph feel free to jump into your first person one of my idols is a wonderful wonderful woman by the name of Cynthia Revo. Um, and if you have never heard her sing mm. or watched her perform, the disrespect. You're, you're really doing a <laughs> disservice to yourself, like for real. Um, I, so, okay. I kind of a backstory of how I like discovered Cynthia Revo. Um, so there's this movie called Beyond the Lights, um, which is a movie about two, um, a love story between two black people. Um, that's awesome. so that's a good movie to check out. It's a really good movie. <laughs> Um, but, um, she made this song or wrote this song for like the end of the movie, um, that's called fly before you fall. Um, and I heard that song in middle school, I believe. And I was like, wow, this song's amazing without like knowing like who she was. Um, and I was just like, wow, that's so great. And then like forgot about her, um, forgot about the movie really. I was just like, okay. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I was in high school, like my senior year of high school, um, I had a lot of library periods, so I was in the directing class that they had. Mm-hmm. Um, and the teacher used um, used to do like this, um, like Broadway Wednesday thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's yeah. so cute! Yeah, so what teacher? Missingly. Oh, oh. Um, so she would show like random, like, oh well, wow, we're gonna watch this person perform this that's today. So cool. um, it was like a small portion of the class, so yeah. it was uh, pretty cool. Um, but I heard Cynthia Revo um, at the Oscars, I think, mm-hmm. um, doing uh, just like stuff from, you know, they do like little yeah. bits and pieces from their show. Yeah. Um, but I heard her sing and I was like, whoa, oh, she's <laughs> great. And I think I was like upset about something that mm-hmm. day or that in that class. And I was just, I just like all melted. I was like, oh my gosh, like mm-hmm. I have to like look this this woman up. 
So then I went into a hole um, on YouTube and looked up, you know, everything I could about her and was just like, wow, she's just phenomenal. Like, she's so great. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, if you have never heard of her, please look her up. She yeah. she may change your life. She um, may. She has this... Um, Stage presence. Yeah, she has this power to... Uh, I don't know how to describe it. It's it's like whatever character that she's putting on or the emotions that she's trying to portray, you feel it. Mm-hmm. Like and you understand it and you like you can see the whole thought process and everything that's going on with her. Um but she is she does her homework. She does mm-hmm. like um I I was listening or watching this um masterclass that she was doing. Um and she does she will do small details as like does my character like listening to music? Or does my character not like listening to music? Mm-hmm. Like, things that minute that n- most people wouldn't think, like, mm-hmm. oh, does my character like music? I don't know. Yeah, if, I don't know. If they yeah, do, what like, kind of music do exactly, they Exactly. Like, to? that much character work she puts into, like, everything she does. Um, which love, makes her great. Yeah. So. I love people like that. We got to see her perform. Yes, which was, like, incredible in Denver, Colorado. And, and she, she was, blew the lid off of the place. Had to take her shoes off. She was for real. <laughs> I don't know if that girl was, like, prepared for that audience. But everybody was it, Everybody was on their feet every, like, almost, after almost, almost every, every song. single song. Yeah. And it, it, oh, my gosh. And we were so close to her. I feel like we could, like, feel the sweat dripping off of her. Like, yeah. she was, but that was incredible i feel like she could have looked at me at some point she probably so. did honestly i stood I up have, with my camera pictures that we have that looks like she was looking at me because mm-hmm. i think my, you were crying at my one point heart. so she was probably like oh <laughs> yeah, she cried some random person gave her tissues in the audience <laughs> that's true and i was like wow <laughs> this, <laughs> it was it was like she's just such a human yeah. like and she's such a lovely yeah. human too. i think that was the most intimate experience that I've had with like I don't know like quote unquote a celebrity like the most intimate concert that I've ever been to it was so (sighs) you had to be there you had to be there sometimes I'll just uh, go into like deep Instagram where I'll just click on a bunch of different hashtags maybe like hashtag acting life hashtag like black performer like you know Mm -hmm. you know you know (laughs) um but her name is i hope i'm pronouncing her name right uh tiana okoye sure i guess (laughs) um but she the reason why i became obsessed with her was because i it was this beautiful picture that i showed you of her in uh her wig and her elsa costume because she was elsa um at those live Frozen shows at the Hyperion in Disney World or Disneyland, I'm not sure. But you know like how Disney will put on, uh, the parks will put on basically the whole movie on stage, but it's like a performance. And she was Elsa and she's a person of color. And I thought that that was the coolest thing that I've ever seen because Disney, Disney did that. And Elsa's white as all hell. (laughs) I just thought that that was the coolest thing ever. And she's so talented. So I highly recommend looking her up because she was also on Hairspray Live as an ensemble member. She was in a chorus line at the Hollywood Bowl. Like she's insanely talented. But at the end of the day, we really just all need to start normalizing people of color in roles that were not originated by people of color because it is not okay to consistently make 
under the breath comments about how Regina George is black or how Elsa is black or Kristoff is black. Um, all we need to do is focus on the craft and the person's talent as a whole. So please educate yourself on um, what black people and people of color have been dealing with for years because this isn't new. <laughs> None of this is new. It's been going on for a very long time. So uh, please uh, do the work and uh, support wherever you can. And Joseph, thank you so much for being on with me and chatting with me about this and thanks uh, for having me of course of course so uh yeah thank you guys so much for listening and we'll hear you in the next one bye Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.